Michelle, Hi. child, I haven't seen you in so long. So you went to the Chevy dealer. Just came from the Chevy dealer. Which is so happy. You haven't. She, you, people are listening. She hasn't told me the story, so no. we're, you're hearing it as I'm hearing it. I yeah. know what that means. That yeah. means, I know you've, you've been obsessed with the black Corvette Stingray. Since I was 13. 13 years old, yeah. as have I. Yeah. I If I were going to get one, I'd get a 76, but you want a brand new I one. I want a brand new one because, for me, brand new ones equal less troubles. Yeah. I love- Because you're going to lease it. You're all lease the it. 70s. No, I'm going to buy it. You're going to buy it? Why? I'll tell you why. Okay. But first, all the 70s um, are my favorite visually. Yeah. Those original Stingrays with the flat back window. Uh-huh. And they're my favorite. But the, the issues and the troubles that come with it- Sure. Are real. Yeah. With vintage cars. Absolutely. I have I have a four vintage cars. So you know, there's yeah. always an upkeep. Yeah. Um. So I don't have the patience for that, so I'm just going to get it. I said to my husband, why don't I just lease it? And he's like, no, this is your car. Yeah. Buy it. Yeah. You want it. So bless his heart, he wanted to surprise me for my 50th. Yeah. And you, he knows what I want, uh-huh. but there's things, like there's a spice red sure. versus an adrenaline red, yeah. and what yeah. do I want for the interior? Yes. So he couldn't do it without me. So mm. I said, we, we really shouldn't do it. We've got a daughter in school. He's like, Michelle, do it now. Yeah, life is so now. he's trading in his truck that he just got a year ago. Um, he, that he owns. That he owns. Huh. He's going to trade it in because, and we got it from CarMax. Yeah. So we didn't pay, it wasn't brand new. Yeah. But Put he, the Max on your face before you put the Max on uh, your he, child face. Exactly. Right. So we're going to do that. And then he's going to take over my lease that I have now. Of my car that I'm currently driving. Oh, yes. Driving, uh-huh. Which uh-huh. he loves. He loves that car. Because he's not in love with his truck. There's issues that he doesn't uh, love. Like the pickup. Yeah. The transmission feels like it drops. Like there's yeah. certain things. And it's a great truck, the Ford Explorer. But he's yeah. not, he doesn't love it as much as he loves my car. Mm-hmm. So he's going to take over that. And I'm going to get the vet for my main You're car. You're going to get that vet. How long? You've it. wanted that vet since, since you were 13. 13 years old. Yeah. I told you. I used to have pictures of Madonna on my wall. Koch yeah. Gugu, Sex Pistols, mostly Madonna. Yeah. Tons of the Go-Go's. And right smack dab over my bed. Was a whole Corvette collection. Was it? So when did you get on the black Corvette tip? Black Corvette started pretty young. I'm yeah. going to say in high school. Originally was obsessed with the 68 Corvette and in the ones from the 60s. Yeah. Yeah. And that's Ivana now. Hey, Ivana, is that you? Yeah, um, we have someone coming down to get you right now. She has to go now. through the garage. Yeah, you have to go through the garage. Um, Actually, Frank is going to come down and get you right now. I thought he was... Yeah, go through. Yeah, go through the garage, and then uh, if you can find your way. But there's there's a man coming down to pick you up right now. <laughs> there's a man coming down to get yeah. you. Okay. Okay. Perfect. All right. So I was obsessed with the '60s for a long time. Yeah. And then as I saw them, as time went on, I went, "These aren't really what I love." The '70s yeah. is what I really started to love. Yeah. Yeah. And as I became obsessed with the shapes and styles and saw everybody else kind of trying to do their own version of it, I realized what I really love is this Corvette stage. Yeah. Get it. I love that car. I love that car. And the 80s had so many issues. I wasn't crazy about the 80s ones. And they had engine issues. They had so many problems in the 80s that they really locked it and loaded it in the late 90s. And and they've been on a... I've been like 14 years since they really changed Yeah, you know, Michelle, I would though implore you... First of all, I'm very happy you're doing this, but I would implore you to do the lease. That way, if you do get a lemon, you can exchange it or it's only for two years. And... If it's um, a lease, you can update it two years from now. And that way, uh, you can keep current and you can just uh, not have any problems. I think especially in L.A., le- and I said, honey, as many miles as you put on these cars. I know. I, I think you should lease. Now, I listen. But see, with the mileage, leasing does not work out to my oh, benefit. Oh, right, right. Because I live far. Now, I'll live closer in a couple of years. Yeah. But I live far right now. Yeah. And I have to build mine. He has, the people at Chevy have scanned everywhere. 
nothing that I want exists. Oh. So I have to build her. Uh-huh. And she's not like the carbon and the Z. She's not all that. Yeah. But the fact that I want a black with this specific red interior, mm-hmm. I want it automatic. Remember when you, you, you rented one and you brought it out to Simi Valley? That was the carbon 65Z07 or whatever it was. Yeah. Is, are you getting that? Not that one. That what, one's one hundred and ten thousand dollars. And what's what's the difference with yours? I'm not getting the carbon sixty five package because I don't need it. I'm not test driving it on. You know, I'm not going to be on a track. Mm-hmm. I don't need all that. So I'm not going to have that package. Knocks off a whole bunch to begin with. Yeah. And I don't need the Z. I don't need the revved up, souped up, sure. speedy. I don't need that. I'm a speeder to begin with. Right. Me having that would be terrible. Right. So I'm just Recipe getting- Recipe for disaster. Amen. I am getting the higher version. I'm not mm-hmm. getting just the basic. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm getting the navigation. I'm getting the red interior, which Have adds- you tried to do the Michelle um, discount storyline over there? I got a Michelle discount storyline, but it's not a Michelle discount storyline. It's- um. A people helping me out storyline. Oh, are they fans of Michelle Visage? Like, yeah, they are. There's a lot of queer people that work at Chevy. <laughs> You'd be surprised. Yeah, working to oh my, my benefit. God. It ain't a lot, but the way I see it, and I was even pricing 18 versus 19 because the way oh, I- Oh, 2018. Versus 2019. What are you getting? No difference. I'm getting a 2019 because there's no difference. Yeah, no difference. In price, though. No difference in price. The only difference is on the 2018, because they'll try to move them at the end of the year, uh-huh. I'll get more rebates. Yeah. yeah. So I'm going to do it. Good for you. You yep. know, life is for living. And I was just thinking, um, this thing goes by so fast. It does. It goes by so fast. Too I don't fast. know what I was looking at the other day and and uh, realized it, it, you know, it was three years ago. I think, I don't, know, I don't remember what it was. The Christmas album? You know, because I have a new Christmas album coming out. Yes, you do. What, um, um, when did we do that Christmas album? Was that three years ago or four? Which I, one? The the not yeah not the one from ninety seven. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, that was ninety seven. The last oh the last one. Yeah, Sleigh two years Bells. ago. I don't know. That's two what I'm years asking ago. Two you. Years I have ago. no idea. No, it had to be longer than that. I don't think so. Well, listen, our special guest is here. She's just walking in. Come on in. Watch your step right there. Have a seat right here. Right there. We've got Ivana Chubbuck is Yay! with us. She's the author of the book, The Power of the Actor, which is such a good book. I'm reading it right now. As am I. You know, I've the- had it for a while and read through it before. And as I start venturing back into this. That is yeah. the second time. Yeah. Uh, honey, because the second time mm-hmm. you can mark the note. You can take what you want. You can yes. highlight. Even with the Kindle, you can highlight and get what you need. Yeah. And relive that. Yeah. Actually, Frank, who brought you upstairs here, he his mother gave it to him as a gift before coming to uh, <laughs> L.A. to do the thing. When did you write the book? It's called, the book is called The Power of the Actor. Uh, when did you write the book? Well, the book came out 2004. Um, but I had been writing. It's, it's kind of like an interesting evolution. Yeah, it's well written. Have four you written a book years, before? Four years. What did I tell you? Four years of writing and rewriting and yeah. rewriting. I always tell my actors that it's like act- acting is not the first like bunch of choices that you make. You have to, like, like a good, if a person who was a writer gave the first draft of what they had mm-hmm. written as what, it was going to be the final, it would be awful. Right. And if you were to see what I, because I started four, and I was always had like six in the morning to 10 in the morning 
every day, including vacations, where mm. I would write the book. Mm-hmm. And it went through like something like 25 incarnations. Mm. And the first one was so dense, it was like really hard to read because yeah. I was trying to make a textbook. You know, right. I put like in major quotes because uh, you can't see because it's a podcast. Yeah. But I just put quotes <laughs> in the air. Um, <laughs> air quotes. <laughs> air quotes, just yeah. so you know. Um, but it was, I realized I needed to make a, a to have be, be relatable um, to. Uh, people and and when you start getting into like it's like a boring um, uh, uh, professor yeah. who drones on it was it it droned on in literary version of a drone and so I said I'm gonna put my sense of humor in there I'm gonna put my my history because I put issues that I have with my with my mother my issues with my abusive mother my issues with my my um, emotionally distant father uh, my issues you know with uh, my daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, Issues with my first husband, who was a real piece of shit, mm. and uh, <laughs> changed his name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sue, because he would be the type of person that oh would. Oh my god! Um, but uh, but I put my own personal stories in there so to let people know. It's like you know, here's the thing: you're not alone. Yeah. Right. You're not alone, and what the stuff that we we need to use in our work is is our darkest, um, our scariest places to go because it's usually the things that inspire shame. Yeah. And I want to be able to take whatever inspires shame and turn it into profound um, fuel mm. to uh, actually be a source of empowerment. Yeah. And so I was just talking this morning because I'm, I'm going to Bollywood to, to work with somebody. Wow. I, I literally, I was on the phone with somebody from Mumbai. And uh, there was a woman who is I'm going to be working with, um, who's a big, big star in Bollywood. And I said, the main thing, because especially places like India, but it's true of everywhere in the world. Mm. Women are treated like second-class citizens and sometimes like third or fourth or fifth. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Count. I mean, the animal chain becomes like, you know, what animal is more important than a woman is. Mm-hmm. So I said, I, my, my job is what I'm going to do for you is to help you understand how to take the things that people have told you, society has told you, the rules of uh, of, of, of religion have told you mm-hmm. that these uh, that you can actually take the things that you feel awful about yourself and use them with great pride and with a sense of purpose because you're not just doing it for yourself to create um, empowerment, but the job of an artist, the job of someone, especially people in the performing arts, because what happens is you have a big audience. Your pulpit is huge. Mm-hmm. The pulpit is the, the is, is bigger than any kind of religion could ever, ever give. Yeah. So everybody watches TV. Everybody goes to see the movies. It's like you have this obligation to take the empowerment that I'm going to give you as your as your inner work that's going to take your personal stuff and make it become something that is uh, empowering to the character and, and the character's journey. Um, and transformative to the viewer. Yeah, but and transform it to the viewer. So the yeah. viewer goes, if that person on the, on the screen can overcome and win with the very things that I feel shame about, maybe so can I. And it gives hope in a huge subliminal way. That's now, true. I want to get into all of that. I, I want to get into the 12 steps that you've you've, you've come up 14. with. But I want to find out what the 14. That became 12. What were the Penguin book, it became 12. What were the two? Unwieldly 14. What were the two that got left off? I just, I, I put two together. It's like play, uh, uh, a place and fourth wall became place and fourth wall as a tool. Yes. Ah. As opposed to place is one tool and fourth wall is another tool. And yeah. actions and beats were separated. There was beats and then 
a, a tool was beats and be, a tool was actions, and actually it doesn't even make sense to separate them. Right, right. So, but I didn't want to have thirteen. Yeah, so when I was doing the fourteen. <laughs> oh, <laughs> listen, listen. It was unlucky. If the twelve so, steps work for other pro- programs, it'll work for exactly, you. Exactly. Now, I, I want to get into all of this stuff. You've worked with everybody in the business. You know, uh, Halle Berry thanked you when she got her Academy Award, as did uh, Charlize Theron when she got her Academy Award. Uh, Ivana is known as one of the top acting instructors, teachers tools in Hollywood. Now, you're going to Bollywood to work with an actor there. How different do uh, how how different is the acting for a Bollywood? Cuz is is it a musical that she's doing? No, no, this is like where, why they hired me is because they it's it's a they really want to transform their industry from being something where it becomes all musicals that without depth and without truth and turning it into a, a true industry. Mm-hmm. Um the fact of the matter is that's happening. Like I have teachers, I have accredited teachers that I teach from all over the world that are trying to change their industry in the, the countries. Like, for mm-hmm. example, Indonesia. I have a guy who's a producer, a director, who has a huge production company. And he came to, uh, my program is about two, three months, a very intensive 14, 16-hour day. Training, training the teachers? Training the teachers? Teacher. Got it. Yeah. And so he, he took the training so that he could take it. Uh, he wants to open up schools all over Indonesia, China, Vietnam, places like that for the industry that's in there because he says it's not very good and the quality is not very good. I want to change that. So the schools are going to include um, not just for actors, but for writers and screenwriters mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. And so he already showed me pictures of like the school. It's a beautiful setup. I'm going to the Philippines in, in three weeks. Um, they have a school of over a thousand people in my in the Chubbuck school mm-hmm. there. And since the school has been operational again from a teacher who is a director and a producer, um, who came out here to learn the Chubbuck techniques and how to teach it, uh, they're the, the the people, the writing, the directors, and the actors are winning huge awards that mm. they never won before, yeah. and getting international jobs. That's amazing. Yeah, that is amazing. And what's interesting, I, I all I, over the world. I met you 19 <laughs> years amazing. ago, and and uh, um, studied with you. How did you, you. two meet? You know, I, I was up for a part in something that I never got, but the uh, but the casting director said you need to go and see Ivana Chubbuck, and that's how it happened. In fact, they had me come in. Three different times, which is actually not a lot, but three different times to read for this role. Uh, I think it was called. It's the movie is called Woman on Top, uh, oh, yeah. and with um. You Pen- want to hear the Pen- weirdest thing? Uh, I ended up working with that director as that one. Pina Fina Torres. Pina Torres is one of my students. Really? And she's come out. In fact, I told her. I told her. This you guys will particularly love this. She came to me to help her break down as a director mm-hmm. a script she brought me, and I said the script's okay, but here's my feeling. My instinct is you need to bring to life a play that's called um, uh, well, what they end up calling it is Liz in September, but it's it's a it's a a play about lesbian women and about the uh, the family dynamic that doesn't include any kind of of men, um, but how they find their way and and what is a normal normal way because most people don't think of it uh, as lesbian women or gay people of having. They think they have alternate lifestyles. Right. They don't. Right. And so, and especially in Venezuela is where she's from, um, is like they very revile mm-hmm. gays, mm-hmm. especially female mm-hmm. gays. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like you have 
revile the, the male gaze, but really revile, like, you know, punishing, mm -hmm. hate crimes. It's really bad. Wow. So I said, this is what you need to do. You need to do this play, turn it into a movie. And uh, and so she, she said, it's so weird because the particular author of the play said, you're the only person I want to have direct the movie version, and I wait for you to say yes. And it was weird, like it was just synchronicity. Yeah, it was and, total bashery. And so she, um, so she ended up, it's a Spanish movie. It's in Spanish. Mm -hmm. But she brought it into my classes, and we workshopped it. She translated it into English. We workshopped scenes from it. Um, most of the actors were from my class, mm -hmm. uh, Spanish actors from the class. And uh, he's, like, winning one award after another. I but love was it. was an important, important film for South America, especially for, I don't know if you know the politics of Venezuela. Oh, yeah. It's, oh, it's, it's, it's outrageous out there. Uh, we're going to go to a break real quick, but we've got Ivana Chubbuck. The book is called The Power of the Actor. you got to get this book. It it is so it reads so well and easy and easy people who don't know and and, and we'll get, we'll get into this because it actually has helped me outside of acting it's helped me navigate my life in understanding people and their motivations so we'll talk more about that we're going to go to a break we'll be right back after this squarespace is the place to go if you want to make yourself a uh, gorgeous website yes. it is Fabulous. We've talked about it here so much. I need you to go there right now and get yourself a, a, a website because, you know, you know, people used to pass out cards, you know, or, or you know, business cards and stuff. Nope. You could still do that yep. and put your, your web page on there. But um, this is the way to go if you want people to see what's going on with you. My business card is my name. And my website. Hello. And your face. Don't forget those cheekbones. This face is my ID, bitch. Yes. Uh, making a website has never been easier. You can make a gorgeous website in minutes using their beautiful templates and simplistic drag and death drop platform. Ooh. Check out squarespace.com slash Rue for a free trial. And when y'all are ready to launch, and we know you will be, use the offer code Rue to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or a domain. That's offer code RUSquarespace.com. You know, some people still don't know about Casper mattresses. What? We have been talking ad nauseum about this great product. We, You and I both own Casper mattresses. Yes. They're fabulous. Listen, if you don't know about Casper mattresses, I don't know what's wrong with you, but you need to go over to Casper.com right now and try to figure out your life. Hey, Get your life. They even arrive right to your doorstep. Right to your doorstep. In a transportable box. I love that. You had me at transportable. You had me at box. <laughs> We both have the Casper Wave. We both love it. If for some reason you're still not sure about getting a Casper. I don't know why. I don't know what's wrong with y'all, but you can be sure of your purchase with Casper's 100-night risk-free sleep-on-it Rip Van Winkle trial. <laughs> get $50 towards select mattress purchases by visiting casper.com slash rue and using the offer code rue at checkout. That's casper.com slash rue. Terms and conditions apply. We've got Ivana Chubbuck here. The book is called The Power of the Actor. I love this book, Ivana. You should be so proud of yourself. Because it's my baby. It is your baby. <laughs> it took a long time to come together. And it's mm -hmm. interesting how it has propelled you outside of the classroom, because here in L.A., you're known as a, a teacher. It's propelled you around the world teaching people the Chubbuck technique. Now, great for acting, but it's also so intuitive in understanding the motivation behind the human psyche where does that did you did you were you a therapist where did where did that understanding come from being really fucked up mm. <laughs> that'll do it really really yeah. like you know there, i came from such an abusive childhood and i believe you have talked about some of that and and uh that it's i was 
my mother was mentally ill and a hoarder, and you never knew when she was going to get violent, but she got violent to the point of, like, really, um, like, for example, my brother at my father's funeral um, threw him on the ground and stomped on his stomach, you know, and just like. What? It's, yeah, it's, it's bad. She, she was, but she was mentally ill. So, but as a little kid, you're kind of going like, I don't but know. But so was your brother. Hit. Well, he's mentally retarded. So it's a whole different I see mental thing. illness versus <laughs> mental, versus like he's got a 50 IQ she's got um uh she's she got so my brother became a uh, my brother became a psychiatrist and said she's got just about everything she's delusional she's um uh, borderline um she's uh uh she's got schizophrenia she's got a lot of stuff that she has not been taking meds for so mm. but so what happened was that um, there was so much destruction that I started self-destructing. Mm -hmm. Of course. And uh, because I, so if your own parents can't love you and they want to see you hurt, then why should anybody love me? Why am I even have any reason why anybody would have any kind of feelings of that I have any purpose or, or, or inspire anybody to love me? I was a piece of shit. I was a waste of time. So what I did was I made sure that that was the case by doing a lot of drugs mm -hmm. and having way too much sex with really bad partners. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and, 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 and. Mm -hmm. And so I was going down for the count, almost died a couple of times of uh, heroin overdose. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, it, it's, it, it's just, you know, I have to change the way I'm taking this information in. Mm -hmm. This information can either be something that's something that can inspire self-destruction, but it also can inform your journey to overcome and win with. Mm -hmm. So I started with this whole idea of doing this. Even though I was taking act other acting classes when I first came here, and I just kept adding, I kept making it be about the thing that I needed to do, right. and I and I and then I started teaching it as opposed to just acting using it, and people were responding really well to it. But I didn't have a formula yet. Right. So it was acting as a as a form of therapy. Um, yeah, but it's like Rob Schneider once said, "It's therapy without the cure." Mm -hmm. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, it's therapeutic. Because you're 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 using it's, I, we're not using it, and I think it's dangerous for people to think that acting becomes therapeutic by its nature. It has to be by a subliminal um, uh, connection to if the character can uh, overcome and win with. Yeah. Maybe so can I. Right. Maybe me as the human being can prosper using the same information that I inform my character with. Right. Um, that that is why in Russia my book is like a huge bestseller because they're using it. A lot of people are using it as a, a self help book. Yeah, no, mm. I, I get that. I get that one hundred percent. Now, one of your biggest first triumphs was you got out of Detroit. Um, <laughs> that was a triumph. <laughs> Tell itself. me about what was your? Did you always want to become an actor? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, I, I used to. Uh, it's a funny story. I should have never told this story. A couple of stories I haven't ever told before. You, you, you're getting me. You're getting me. <laughs> anyway, um, I remember watching Catherine Hepburn movies on television and then going to the bathroom and being being Catherine Hepburn. Like, hallelujah, I am blue, my day. <laughs> you know, kind of thing. I'm doing that in the mirror, closing the door, thinking. I mean, it was like when I got caught, when my father came into the bathroom and all I was doing was Catherine Hepburn mm -hmm. in the mirror. It was almost like being caught masturbating because mm. it was a private moment for me. Mm -hmm. This is what this was me connecting to this this character 
um, this bigger than life human being, actress, Catherine Hepburn. And uh, and so from the, that happened when I was about five, six years old. So I, I guess it would be something that helped me find my way to not have to deal with my um, terrible issues at home. Yeah, what was your father's reaction to uh, do, you doing Catherine uh, who Hepburn? Who knows? You know, if, you, if you've ever been caught masturbating, hmm. you don't know what they did. Right. Uh-huh. All you're doing is thinking, hide. Yeah. Hide now. Shame. Did he disapprove Shame. of it? Did yeah. he disapprove of you acting? Nah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, he was. Uh, the interesting thing about my father was that he was a very. He was, was an attorney that gave free cases to civil rights to poor people. Most kids were from Detroit. It was a, a good many of them were African Americans, mm-hmm. and he was giving so much time to the world. He's a Holocaust survivor, so he wanted to give back because, as a survivor, he said, "I need to take care of." the world. Yeah. But he wasn't there for the family. Right. And, right. and it's not like he did not know. He knew that she was doing all the stuff she was doing because we'd wait for him. He, and I have seven brothers and sisters. We'd wait for him at the door just going, Mom did this today. Mom did that today. Mm-hmm, and he's mm-hmm. going, huh. And he'd kind of float away mm-hmm. and not want to deal with it. Right. Um, but apparently they had good sex because there's a lot of kids. Yeah. What part of Detroit did you grow up in? Do you go to Cass Technical High or any of well, that? Well, actually, I... I Grew up in my first part of my life in Detroit pro- proper, where cast would make sense. Mm-hmm. Um, then, um, we, at five years old, we moved to Royal Oak. Where to where? To Royal, Royal Oak. Oak. Royal Oak. That's yeah. where we perform all the time. Mm-hmm. In that theater there. Well, yeah. The Royal Fox Oak Theater. Royal Oak Theater. Is that where the Fox Theater is? I don't know if it's called. Uh. I think the Fox is downtown. Yeah, it's downtown. Yeah. Yeah, but the, but Royal Oak is the cool place. Mm-hmm. So it's like cool, gentrified, and all this kind of. But I was growing up in Royal Oak. It was like it was it was all auto workers. Yeah. Do you have family there still? Oh yeah. Really, your sisters and brothers live there. Well, some. Mm-hmm. My mother still lives there. She's so a, she's still alive. Your mother's still alive. I know. I know. I just. I don't get it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> do you have? A, do you? You How talk. She does this. Yeah. Do Do you talk to her? Do you guys have a relationship? Well, she, well, she doesn't right now. She's got really bad Alzheimer's, mm. which I'm. I believe that all, and also there's science to this that all kind of dis- diseases of any kind are based in. Um, are based on psychological things. Mm-hmm. And like, for example, you know, heart disease usually comes from a broken heart. Yeah, sure. Different kinds of cancers, wherever the cancer is located, that's the issues of that that you're that have never been able to be worked through so it becomes um uh it manifests know, in a physical physical way yeah so she, I, I believe that alzheimer is uh because she doesn't want to remember what she did yeah because the last conversation i had with her she said your sister told me that i stabbed her with a knife well i never would do that mm. so you tell me you tell me that it was your other sister that did that right and i said no, you did do it. I saw you do it. Mm, you know, mm. but she. But that's like the whole thing about the. That was before the Alzheimer's, but like this. There's so many. This one, you know, aspect, a little stab. She still has a scar. My Your sister. sister does. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but it was like I was. Uh, I was eight. She was like seven, and my other little sister was there too. And we. And I just was like horrified. You know, was watching this happen. I will never forget. Wow. That. And there's and, and there's so many things. I would imagine it's linked into the mental illness. Too, I'm sure. Oh, I'm sure. Absolutely. You know, absolutely. Yeah. You know. I asked you this question the other day. I was, you know, you know, I've, I've had a lot of therapy, worked on myself, and to, to sort of go into acting and do do um, something where I use that stuff, I'm I'm a little afraid because I've worked hard to sort of sort of um, not let that be uh, harmful to me, and 
the Chubbuck technique um, would have you bring that stuff up and actually use that, that terrible, awful stuff to propel a scene. Well, it's not to propel a scene. It's, pro- it's to propel um, overcoming and winning with. It's about the win. It's about if I can use this bad stuff to propel uh, my purpose and my velocity mm-hmm. and my urgency to want to win, to overcome and win something, it also creates catharsis. Yeah. And, and, and just, you know, because we just did this the other day, it's like that I asked you to give me adjectives. I said, mm-hmm. how do you feel afterwards? Because you were afraid, as you're saying right yeah. now, that if I use this stuff, I am going to disintegrate. I'm going to, I'm going to fall apart. I'm going to break. Yes. I think that's the best word. I will break. Yeah. And uh, so I, and you said, I feel, warm. I feel hopeful. I feel um, excited to continue this journey. And it's like, that's what it does. And, but if you don't, if you, so many techniques are based in just bringing the stuff up. And that to me is what you're talking about. And that's something you could conceivably break from opening up some doors that you don't have any place to put. I'm giving purpose to the pain, Mm -hmm. purpose to the pain. Because if you have purpose to it, it doesn't seem just like I'm um, I'm jerking off to like my inner pain. It's yeah. like it's not self indulgent. It's not like I have this pain and poor me. It doesn't inspire a pity party. Right. But it does inspire is is proaction. Yeah. And I tell my actors when when they're just bringing this stuff up, I said, yeah, that's truthful, but you're not proactive with it. Without the proaction, you're not an emotional hero. I don't need to watch someone melt down. Right. Because the idea is to, the see, other side to see them win in that situation. That's the key. Yeah. The book it's is called exciting. the The Power of the Actor. It's Ivana Chubbuck's book. You know. Um. Uh. You know. I I told you that I saw you on the Johnny Carson show. <laughs> uh. Recently, you know, they rerun the Johnny Carson show on I think it's Antenna TV or Cody. No, Right, right, right. Eighteen cents of residual. Yeah, yes, yes. Exactly. So, so you came out here to do acting. Mm -hmm. Did you do a lot of acting? Not a lot, lot, but enough to to be able to say there were a couple of years where I actually made enough money to live pretty nicely. Mm -hmm. Um, Mostly did comedy. Mm -hmm. Uh, I did stand up comedy for a bit. At the same time as like David Letterman, Jay Leno, we were just like right down the street at yeah. uh, the comedy store. Right. Wow. Yeah. And uh, so I, so I always tell my um, my actors, my writers, and my directors, I say, you got to have humor. I don't care how dark it is. You yeah. must have humor. We don't understand because that's the winning. Dark. That's winning is it's also if you can't understand the dark without the light. That's right. That's and, right. And you and you actually said in the text, you said you're going to illuminate the dark. Yes. And I just, I, I told that to my daughter and she went, oh my God, and she wrote it down. Yeah. Well, that's, <laughs> yeah. well, that, that, that is winning. Illuminate the dark. And that's what we're doing. Here. That's, that's what the whole purpose is, especially if you come from a, a Michigan's Michigan background. Uh, you, um, you, you I'm have using to, that too. Yeah. <laughs> you got a lot coming out. Of here, <laughs> out You've got to win, and that's that's what those comics do. And in fact, w- they give us permission to laugh with them because, because of that they, darkness. Because what do they use in their work? They, they are using humor. I was no, just no, watching. They use their lives. It's, it, all their jokes are based on the stuff they're talking about the issues they have with women. Yeah. They talk about the issues they have with men. Amy Schumer. It's all about like her issue about her right. weight. About right. relationship with meant her relationship with her um growing up yeah um it's like it, the best comics are about talking about 
their lives yeah. and putting the spin, I always call it, you can spin anything. You take anything and spin it into being something wonderful right. or being something horrible. Right. And I and they say we have to do the spin as artists because we take the art out of it if we don't give people hope. Art needs to give people hope. Yeah. We have to empower people with art, not destroy them, destruct. It's like that's the the, the, the purpose of art because there aren't that many I mean, true artists in the world. Mm-hmm. That you have to take that seriously. It is an obligation. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and you do that with your show. I mean, I'm, I I told you before. I, I'm like, you can't interrupt when I'm watching. You know, your show. I'm just like, nobody <laughs> can talk, or they will be damaged. You know. But uh, but the point oh, is, thank you're, you. You're, That's you're, very kind. But think about all the the uh, the, the, the the queens on the there. queens yeah. on the show. Um, are they all have stories? Yes, and they you do. always make sure they tell their stories, and yeah. that's and that I think is a beautiful thing because it could just be the showmanship of all that and people putting on makeup. But you see behind the scenes, they're talking to one another, talking about their lives. Mm-hmm. You even ask them on stage, uh, "Why do you need this so bad? What 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 are you going to learn from this?" And you you ask pertinent questions that allow them to reveal the kinds of things that people in the audience say. I may not be gay, mm-hmm. I may not want to be a queen, mm-hmm. but that person has the same story as me. Yeah. So it has nothing to do with sexual predilection right. or 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 job needs, you know. Yeah. Um, and, and it's like you're helping. That's why it's so successful because it's not. It's like, and, and I think you said thirteen year old girls. Were, thirteen year old girls are okay, our biggest. Yeah. Because, well, th- think about um, as a woman, you know, as a woman. It's harder to be a woman than it is to be a man because all of a sudden, like you're you're, you're meant to create the uh, life, mm-hmm. and so all these hormones are in your body, like at twelve, thirteen, when you get your period, and it becomes like an insanity that's happening in your mind of like how to like deal with life, mm-hmm. um, and everything is dramatic. Yeah. Everything is even more like a boy's growing up is drama, mm-hmm. you know, teen mm-hmm. world, but a woman is is hyper dramatic. Yeah. Am I right? Oh, it's yeah. the most yeah. awful time. The metamorphosis. In the world of life. It's yeah. like so a butterfly. Once, yeah. I once said to someone, I said, look, you give me a chance to uh, kill myself now or go back to being a teenager. Oh. I said, I'll kill myself now. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So the thing is, your your audience is that not be, again, because they have anything to even understand the idea of gay or straight for the most part, mm-hmm. um, is because the story of, of feeling damaged, of feeling not good enough, of feeling like people don't get them and they don't fit into the world. Most girl teens don't think they fit in anywhere. Yep. I know. That's and even true. if they're popular, they don't feel that way. Yeah. So that's why your audience is that. That is the psychology of why that is your biggest audience. I agree. I agree. We've got Ivana Chubbuck. The book is called The Power of the Actor. We're going to take a break real quick. We'll be right back after this. You know, I can't talk about Squarespace enough. I love this company. They make it so easy for you to make your own website. It is unbelievable. And we get so many emails from people who have made these beautiful websites. If you have a website that you've made through Squarespace, send us an email at rupaulpodcast at gmail.com. I want to know about it. Michelle, you have one there. Uh, Who's that letter from? So this is from our friend Greg. Dear Rue and Michelle, your podcast, Sleeping in the Poppies, which was a recent one that affected a lot of people, Rue, is so timely and so appreciated. You spoke for so many of us in such a caring, intentional, and truthful way that erases any shame or embarrassment about depression. That title is now part of my lexicon and is my mental totem when I find myself in that place. On another note, when starting my new business, Candle Daddy, ooh, <laughs> I knew I was going to have to launch a website. And trust me, no one is more untech than me. The thought struck fear and dread in me, but I dug in, shopped around, and chose Squarespace. I 
I'd listened to your podcast faithfully, and I knew that if you two could get behind them, then they must be good. And no truer words have been spoken. They are wonderful. It was so easy, and when I would come to an impasse, their online support it is unequaled, and their tutorials are written in such a way that even I can understand them. Customers love my site, and I love my Squarespace peeps. Thank you for all you do, and thank you for standing with Squarespace. And that's from Greg Bryant, and it's CandleDaddyATX.com. CandleDaddyATX.com. I think that is such a wonderful story, and I, it was one of my favorite podcasts, too. You know, you can get a free trial with no credit card required. Uh, just go to Squarespace.com slash Rue for a free trial. And, Michelle, when you are ready to launch, you do what? Use that offer code RU to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's offer code RU, and you'll be getting a great deal. Thank you all, and thank you to Squarespace for always sticking with us. Keep sending us those emails uh, with your websites. Uh, go to RuPaulPodcast at gmail.com. We've got Ivana Chubbuck with her book, The Power of the Actor. It is amazing. And even if you don't want to get into acting, you need this book because it helps you navigate and understand human behavior. It's all there. And really understanding what motivates you. I, I, think, it's, it's, I think it's a hit around the world because... It is a revolution. Now, we're in a time where art is being uh, put under question and people, I feel, don't generally aren't putting as much um, value on art. And people are, you know, and in fact, we started seeing this years ago where art programs started falling the wayside. Mm -hmm. Tell me um, around the world in your travels, is it that same way uh, outside of America? Do the value of artists and the and the role they play in our culture, mm -hmm. uh, how how strong is that in other places? Well, because I basically I'm I, my focus is really about the entertainment arts. It's like they nobody not only have they not given up on that. Everybody wants more. And it's like think about all the their streaming channels. There's cable. There's mm -hmm. there's uh, uh, all kinds of ways that you can get your movie. Um, there's theater, of course, and it's like there's there's so many avenues of of the entertainment business that is way beyond what we ever had before. Mm -hmm. uh, the the uh, uh, back in the day, it's like every country would have their own stations, right? Mm -hmm. Now we can get people, we can get stations from all all over the place. Um, not just America, but every country has, like, I worked on Bones for 12 years mm -hmm. with uh, the stars. They would come to my house every weekend, and we go over, like, bringing in the humor, making sure that the procedure will have humor, sexuality, connection, um, and then also deepen it out. Um, and uh, But Bones is, like, a huge hit all over the world. Yeah. And so it's like, so what we're talking about are people who want to be great because now they're, um, now the environment is huge where it used to be their, their country and that's all they were going to yes, be seen in. Right. So now the possibility that you can be seen or be used in other countries around the world. Worldwide platform. It's mm -hmm. a worldwide yeah. platform yeah. now. Um, social media and all that mm -hmm. other stuff. So the thing, the thing is that people now are putting more. It's what before it used to be. You went to drama school and then you were done. Now my schools are doing really well all over the world because people know that's not enough anymore. Mm -hmm. Because your particular drama school only goes so far. Mm -hmm. It's like asking a doctor 
um, to say, like, once they went to medical school, then he's never going to learn anything more about latest, medicine yeah, right, yeah. Right. for the rest of his, his doctoring years. It's like, well, now you have, like, a bigger the bigger platform. You have to rise to the occasion and be able to compete yeah. in the world theater, the world arena. Yeah. And so it's actually, like, pumped up the value of education and artistry and yeah. being really great and pride in, in that. In terms of people going to... to um, uh, let's see, art galleries, <laughs> you know, that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. I think that's probably at an all-time low because it's social media, which I believe is often it. antisocial, right. you know, because it's a, it's a way through technology to really not truly communicate. So that's why I think it's even more important that my actors, my writers and directors really explore the depth and the truth of the uh, uh, of their needs without shame, with empowerment, with... Um, with, with with urgency and with pride, you know, and 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 so um, it is in terms of the difference between somebody who is a real artist and someone who isn't. It's a per, is a person who really wants to look at it, who wants to fight their fear because it's the most courageous thing to deal with the issues that you feel are. Um, that make you ugly, yeah. you know, and... Where do and, you get the permission to do that? How do you give yourself the permission to go to that place? Well, I, it's, it, it helps to have a mentor that believes in it and to also, like, say, look look at all these other people, you know, like Halle Berry and, and like, great so Sylvester Stallone, where he got more awards for Creed than any other movie he's ever done, including the original Rocky. Mm-hmm. But we dealt with the issues. You and, worked with him on that? Yeah. Oh. And uh, he, he talked about me in NPR and in uh, New York Times, so I can tell you the secret world, because I usually never tell people secrets. Mm-hmm. But he told the world, so I can. Mm-hmm. But basically, his son had died a couple of years before. And as a parent, you can never, ever you know, have resolution with that. And so what we did was I said, we're going to find resolution through you playing Rocky in this incarnation of uh, of, of, of Rocky, you know, yeah. which is Creed. And uh, if you know the story, the story actually lends itself to it because the Creed's son is who he has to deal with. Mm-hmm. And so we made it all about, and uh, is really finding, he said, I don't want to go there. And he literally said, I don't want to go there. He says that in, in the New York Times article. Mm. And so he said, and I said, let's just try it. And so I took three pages of a late conversation he had. Um, did he write that one too? Uh, no. Creed? Okay. He, 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 he helped. He, right. was, he put his voice to it. It yeah. just wasn't yeah. as personal as Rocky. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but right. it was, well, it was personal because- Meaning he, you know what I'm saying. Was, but the point is he wrote, he wrote a lot of it. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, um, so I pulled out three pages, you know the story, because I did that with you. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. Pulled out three pages and I said, okay, just look at me, see your son. And I want you to do is tell him through the words on the page mm-hmm. what you'd never got a chance to tell tell him before he died. And oh my God, it was so good. Mm. And it was like we both were like crying and we were both were like, you know, there was so much going on. I said, okay, I'm in. But he was terrified. Yeah. That makes and, sense, though. That's terrifying. Yeah, of course. The but the thought but, of that. But he then he also said, I had catharsis by mm. doing it. As a result of bringing the thing that he was burying in, he ended up being um, finding a way to find some kind of resolution, some closure. Freedom. Mm. 
Mm. And, and, and the ability to say, like, I'm painting a pretty picture with my pain. I'm mm-hmm. painting a pretty picture with my pain. I'm not just sitting in therapy working it out. Right, right. So that's why a lot of people, Hallie once told me this. She said, I tell you more than I tell my psychiatrist. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's because, it's because it's like she knows we're going to paint. We're going to paint. Our canvas is our, is our acting. So we're going we're gonna to do something creative with this, which makes you want to tell and more. And helpful to people who are watching. You know, yeah. it's not just, you know, me, me, me. It's you're actually sharing this. Absolutely. Now, uh, you are an actor. Do you miss acting? Not tell me about not at all. Not at all. <laughs> tell me about <laughs> switching over from actor to teacher. What was that journey? It was so easy because I always felt like I, I, I whenever I was on a set working with people, I'd always like you know actors always help each other out. I'd give notes, they'd give me notes, and but they they ended up giving some of their best performances they ever gave off of my notes. And mm-hmm. people started just showing up at my door, so could you help me out? Then mm-hmm. I started charging, mm-hmm. and 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 so mm-hmm. I just at, at 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 one point I just you know I really like being the nurturing force behind people like mm-hmm. a lot, and I really don't like being the person that's the one that's heralded. I want to mm. be the resource of your power. Mm. I want to be the force behind you. Um, and uh, and I could be the unsung hero. Many times I've worked with people to great awards and they didn't give me any, um, you know, Credit. say yeah. my name. Yeah. Yeah. But you know what? I don't care. Right. I don't care. That was my reward is their growth and their, and their um, abilities and their skills and their uh, the change of how they were changing in their own personal lives to be in a much better uh, place in their lives. And so that's my reward. And that reward is so full and so um, deep for me that uh, I just, I could, I, remember, I work with a lot of uh, yeah. directors. Yeah. They ask me to work with them all the time. They, I've had people write my name in and say, well, you do this part and we even put your name in there. Mm-hmm. And I said, no, but I'll give you actors that can play it mm-hmm. because I don't want to act anymore. hundred percent do not want to. Yeah. Um, because my, uh, my joy and my purpose, because I, I believe in God and I believe that God gives everybody a gift, but your job is to figure out what that gift is. Right. I knew that when I was acting, I said, it's not quite right, but I'm in the right direction. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, so I just got, I've been being open to understanding what is my gift? What is my gift? And then when I started really committing to it with, and I told my agent, stop sending me out. You're fired. You're done. I don't want to act anymore. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was then I, then I just felt so satisfied there yeah. was there was an inner glow to me yeah. and uh, again you you see when you know we, we worked together the other day you see like I prosper from yeah that. yeah well you know it's funny because I started your class about 19 years ago and then um and a lot of big names were in there when mm-hmm. during that time I remember uh, uh Ava Mendez had just took taken off mm-hmm. at that point and she was a student in class and then of course there are a lot of students who who never take off what do you tell them mm-hmm. what what what's that conversation like? The because kids, they're good actors, I'm sure. To get into I'm your sure class, you have good. to be a good I'm actor. I'm sure they're good. But, but it luck just is never also, happened. Yeah. What do you I, I say to them? I, I don't think it's luck. I think luck is made. I just really? think people wait for things to happen. That That is the person who waits for luck. Oh. But you can be proactive. You can... It's like so many people... Are, what they do is they, they write something for themselves. And that piece may never work itself out. But they film it, they work, and then people see it. Go, I love that. That piece may never get seen, but someone seen it that's in the industry saying, "I love this." But you gotta not just sit back on your waiting for someone to knock on your door. It's like mm-hmm. finding love. True. Yeah. It's like yeah. finding love. It's like it's like. Is, are you lucky because you found this great man or you found this great woman? It's just not luck. You put yourself out there, mm-hmm. and you make yourself 
um, a tr- uh, 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 compelling yeah. so that people want to work with you. It's not, it's like me, me having books all over the world, translations all over the world, and, and soon, you know, more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's like just keep getting more more and more happening. Initially, it was me putting myself out there. Mm-hmm. Me, um, like I, 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 the Spanish edition, for example. I was in Mexico in a, at a, in a pool, and I was just floating around, and some guy was there, and I said, what do you do? What do you do? You normal pool talk and mm-hmm. when you go right, on right. vacation. I publish uh, translations of books into to Spanish. Wow. And I'm from Spanish, uh, I mean, from English to Spanish. And I said, let me tell you about my book. <laughs> and so, and then he said, well, I'm on vacation. <laughs> yeah. like, let me alone. And so I said, well, just give me your address and I will send it to you and you can read it whenever you want. Um, And I did not stop nudging him. And so he did. He read it. He loved it. And he made it happen. But it was like there's no space that I do not feel is something I cannot to apply that sense of. Um, proaction. Yeah. Be proactive. That is like I, I'm constantly giving advice to people. Be proactive. You're waiting for someone to give you a part. It ain't going to happen. Right. How many teachers teach your? Obviously, we can't all go to you. Mm-hmm. So people are listening that live here. Mm-hmm. How many teachers do you have that are teaching your technique? Well, and. In my school, yes, I have six other teachers Great. so that they can come to me, mm-hmm. and uh, they can come to me because of the process is you learn the base uh-huh. from uh, from the, the beginning class, and then you move up to the advanced, and then you go into master class. Oh, great! Mm-hmm. But because and there's a and this is the reason why you can, it's a constant input. People become working major working actors from my school. So what happens is that I have openings. That person just got a job, and they're, gotcha. like, working for, like, uh, eight months on a series. Mm-hmm. Well, we have an opening for that person because this is this is how I, I love the fact that this, this system works. The proof is in the pudding. People get jobs from it. They mm-hmm. get awards from it. Um, they are able to pay their rent with it, and they don't have to take those stupid day jobs that we all hate. Yeah. And, uh, and, and, and so – so yeah, it's a constant influx of people coming in and and uh, learning, growing. I, I insist I'm constantly talking about pro, being proactive mm-hmm. um, to my students, always, so that they do become proactive and get what they want. Because you have to get it. You have to. You have to get it. Now, you've had a lot of um, big names come through there. Do they continue to take? your classes after they've made it big. I know Brad Pitt and all these people have come through your class. Actually, you know what? I'm going to let you answer that after this break. We're going to take a real quick break. We'll be right back with Ivana Chubbuck. The book is called The Power of the Actor. I want to know about continuing the study. Do you need to continue the study? We'll be right back after this. Now, Casper is an online retailer of premium mattresses for a fraction of the price. I love Casper mattresses, and I think you do, too. I think everybody should love themselves a Casper mattress. You know who loves their Casper mattress the most? Who? My dog, Bellatrix. Oh, that's right, because they make dog mattresses. And the older she is, she's going to be 13 in December. Oh. I know. She's the Time for a bat mitzvah. It is time. She's becoming a lady. Yes, she is. She loves her bed Mm. so much. I know this is not about that, but they do sell dog beds. Casper is amazing, you guys. Besides the original Casper, they offer two other mattresses, the Wave and the Essential. The Wave features a patent-pending premium support system to mirror the natural shape of your body. This is the top line that they have. The Essential has a streamlined design at a price that won't keep you up at night, starting at only... $250. $250? $250? Do you know how cheap That's that is? That's all? Right? And you're talking about 
the Casper mattress. Yeah. Uh-huh. So we got the wave. We love it. If for some reason you guys are still not sure about getting a Casper, you can be sure of your purchase with Casper's 100-night risk-free sleep-on-it trial. Did I mention free shipping and returns throughout the U.S. and Canada? Ooh, Get girl. $50 towards select mattress purchases by visiting casper.com slash rue. Using that offer code rue at checkout. That's casper.com slash rue. Terms and conditions apply. We are back with Ivana Chubbuck, the renowned, worldwide, uh, incredible acting teacher. Oh, go on. From, <laughs> <laughs> yes, everybody, you know, she's worked with everybody. Been in town for, I mean, you know, everybody knows her. The book is called The Power of the Actor. I love this book. I love this book. How many languages is it translated into? I know something like 15, 16. Wow. Right now. It's in Portuguese, yeah. Spanish, um, French, uh, Danish. Hebrew, Russian, Japanese. Do you, did you have to change the text at all for different cultures? I wouldn't be able to tell you because I don't speak any other languages. <laughs> uh, but but people are the same, aren't they? <laughs> well, here's a, it's, it's interesting because language is, because I studied anthropology in school and linguistics. Um, in fact, one of the, I never studied acting in college. I studied all the things that make people people. Mm-hmm. So I studied uh, behavioral science. I studied uh, uh, see that comes through in the book actually. I psychology, yeah, um, and also linguistics is very interesting because uh, you know how some there's a bunch there's some words like love is like a hundred different versions of love in French mm-hmm. um, and Russian. Not so much. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of words for power in German, you know. So it's like yeah. there's, but it's. It, but I'm, I'm giving you the real basic. It's uh, languages are based in our needs mm-hmm. and where we come from. But bottom line is, people I've noticed from doing workshops all over the world, entirely different cultures, that people are people are people. They have the same uh, drives, same needs, same insecurities, same fears, same issues with their mates, same issues with their. Um, with their parents and, and, and on and on and on. But it's like so outrageously the same. What makes culture, what makes language is how we uh, manifest uh, and negotiate our needs. Mm-hmm. But it's exactly the same needs. That's why everybody relates to this. Ah. And everybody also relates to the idea of self-destruction with the bad information as opposed to construction with the bad information. Everybody relates to it because everybody d- does it. It is a, a natural human. It's a, it's, I, I talk about this, the path. There's two paths that everybody has to take. Nobody has a perfect life, so there's always going to be some version of pain. It could be large, could be small. Mm-hmm. But there's going to be life happening. Life happens. So there's, the, there's a path of least resistance, which is the path where you just say, well, okay, that's just what it is. Yeah. And uh, you be, become defeated by it, and you, 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 what you do is self-destruct with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and self-loathing and all that kind of stuff. So then, but the path of most resistance is the hardest path to take that brambles hitting you in the face and bare feet on top of rocks and, Mm -hmm. you know, monsoons coming in your face um, to be able to actually take the information to grow and evolve with is, is the path of most resistance. However, when you get there, it's so satisfying. Yes. Of course. Yes. You know, so you get like, I'm going to climb Mount Everest. There's a lot of things that can get in your way. Um, but when you get to the top, it's it's a satisfying journey. You could also take, I'm trying to get to the top of a hill on a sunny day. That's not so satisfying, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. so the thing is, is, is so, so those not only is the darkness 
and our issues and our insecurities and our past dramas something that is um, something we can use to overcome with. But it's also, it's it's part of the colors, yeah. you know, that make the journey satisfying. Absolutely, yep, you know? absolutely. Now, we talked about class earlier. You know, the, the Ivana Chubbuck technique is taught at your, your school and schools around the world. Um, should an actor, after they've made it, I've seen some big names in your class, um, should they continue to study? You know, well, it, it, it depends. Usually... There's no usual. Everybody has their own journey on that. Like some people continue because they don't have the time to actually be in class. What they do is they'll continue um, with privates. And mm-hmm. I've been working with most people I've been working with for 15, 20 years, you know, some of the more famous people. Um, and then some people who have, have worked with for so long um, that they, they're still, I mean, I'll get um, emails from them saying, I used your your stuff in it, but I didn't actually physically work with them on that particular project. Right, right. But they but they use the technique, and because most people's books are like tattered, yeah. And like I mean, like just so like you know read and reread and written into and all this kind of stuff. So people they have their guide. They have a lot of people call it their bible. Um, so it's like some people do, some people don't. But it's, it's their personal journey. It's like yeah. Javier Bardem actually between movies goes back to his acting class in Spain mm-hmm. between every single movie. He's a genius too. That yeah. then, well, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the point is I think education should never stop. Yep. Um, some people feel that they know enough at a certain point. Some people don't. But that's their personal journey. And yeah. that I, it's not for me to tell them what that is. As long as you're in front of me, I will give you the best stuff to use that you're not going to get to the next level you're going to get to the next five levels i love it now the book is now is the book still in print i got mine from uh ibooks on iphone uh, on i uh you know apple thing uh is it still in actual print yeah it is so you can buy the physical book oh yeah you can buy the physical book at like uh barnes and noble yeah um bookstores everywhere uh you could also um uh, get it on Amazon. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know Amazon has it, always has it. Do you and have a spoken version of it? Do you do it? I I I choose not to mm. for a reason because because I also use you you've read you're reading the book. There's yeah. a lot of examples of what you would use for this particular scene, for example. Yeah. But if I read it, people say, "Oh, well, that's the only way you can say that line," mm-hmm. and you're not going to put your own personal well, that's interesting. Yeah. to yeah. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's why I don't. As an acting coach, that makes yeah. sense. What do you tell to young people who may be in your class or you, who you meet around the world who want to get into acting? What's the advice you give them? Well, I think it's really important to be to go, be educated, to, to, to find a place that you can really feel like you can grow. Work really hard. Work ethic is super important um, to really not only find a place to, that will give you resource of education, but also take risks in the choices you make, not only as your inner work, but in the choices that you make in terms of what you're going to do as an actor or writer or director. Mm-hmm. Take chances. Take risks. Make Be bold. Um, boundaries are meant to be crossed. Um, you know, push the envelope, do things that would be like, whoa, I can't believe that person did that. Mm. Because that's the kind of stuff we want to be like uh, um, daredevils in, in our emotional path. Um, just being able to like, it, it, to me, work ethic uh, and taking risks and being fearless in your choices is a recipe to success in all 
things. Yeah, yeah. Why are there so few actors who on on par with Geraldine Page, Sandy Dennis, and uh, Kim Stanley? What? Wh- why are there so few of those? Because there's always going to be the, the the more excellent you are. There's always going to be um, less people in that that pot. So if you think in terms of like um, genius, geniuses there are this many. Okay, <laughs> you can see small little instruments between my two uh-huh. fingers <laughs> that I just made. Yeah, there's that many. And uh, but normal people, normal intelligence, there is like a huge amount. So like mm-hmm. you say, um, so. Genius level is always going to be a smaller group of people. Mm-hmm. So whether you're genius artist, genius actor, or genius uh, like Einstein's, how many Einsteins are there? Right, right. You know, so it's a but there every you know every grouping of like of of, of humanity and age, there's always going to be a, a a small select group that are, are geniuses in whatever field it is that they do. Who would you add to that list? I've named Kim Stanley, Jolene Page, and Sandy Dennis. Who would you, what, I, uh, Anthony Hopkins, uh, who Anthony would you Hopkins, add? Yeah, uh, Jack Nicholson, um, Matt Benning. Uh, oh, she's brilliant. She is, yeah. and so. Matt Merrill Street. Don't get me started on that. I was so upset with that Liverpool, how she did not get right. any. That was I so agree. brilliant. She isn't never not brilliant. She, right. she is I agree. An amazing, amazing actress who doesn't care about awards. That's why. Mm. That's why she doesn't. Because you have to politic it. That's right. I, I, I don't, you know about the politics. Right? Mm-hmm. The politics are key. It certainly is. And Judith Light is one of my girls. And yes. So well, Judith amazing. Light is, and Judith Light is like I think one of the greats. I agree. Well, listen, you know, He's darkness cannot survive. Darkness cannot survive. Versace? Did you see her in Versace? Judith Light. Judith oh, she's in, the, yeah. she's in an ad campaign for them? No, no, no. In the, the show. show. In the oh, series. the show. Yes, of yeah. course. Yes, yes, yes. She yes. was like transcendent. Yeah. Haunting. Even at transparent, she blew my mind. She's but amazing. She's, that's Listen, her doing the Chubbuck technique. Uh, like her, she'll talk about it. People ask her, what do you need to do to be successful in this business? And she says, learn the Chubbuck technique. And, and take risks in your in your choices. And so she's she's she knows... That when she first came to me, it was after um, Who's the Boss? And she felt like after some years she hadn't been working and that she felt that uh, it was over for her because older women don't work. And I said, well, we can't look at it that way. Let's just look with blinders on, go after objective, really use the stuff that makes you like who you are from the depths and the darkness and the scary stuff. And we're going to propel that into um, your journey in this particular role, whatever it is. Also, she started working. working she changed working. the game. She, she did. You know what I game. think did it? Totally. Proof. She totally when did. When she did proof. Do you remember when she did that? Mm-hmm. On Broadway? Yeah. Uh-huh. I feel like that was some kind of paradigm shift I think you're shift right. I think her. you're right. And we because, saw her differently. Yeah. And listen, I've said it before. Uh, darkness cannot survive in the presence of Judith Light. <laughs> That's true. I'm telling you right That's now. That's true. But, you know, uh, listen, I've been a Judith Light fan since uh, Karen on One Life to uh-huh. Live, kiddo. Uh-huh. So, uh, you know, yeah. she's, she's got it. She's but, brilliant. I, but, you know, so when you see someone who has the potential in your class, like a Sandy Dennis or a Kim Stanley in your class, what do you do? Do you take them to the side and say, listen, kiddo, listen, I'm going to send you here. I'm going to do this. What do you need I, to do? I, I, I'm a real person about equality. I don't think that a teacher should ever pick people out. Mm. It's not without the other people, the other students' knowledge that you just did that. And it makes them feel lesser than when, in fact, they could be the next Sandy Dennis. Mm -hmm. Or they could be the next, you know, um, 
Yeah. Benicio del Toro. There you go. <laughs> Benicio del Toro, or, or, or whatever, whoever that you know you feel is like great. Emily Blunt, you know, mm-hmm. um, is uh, is I, it's not for me to save. It's for me to help you make your dreams come true. If you're proactive, you study hard. You don't have to be naturally talented. You could create that talent from mm-hmm. work ethic and sure. and balls. Yeah. I call for my women. I call them lady balls. Yeah, yeah. Said, so like, let's take your lady balls and like you know, give yourself a lady heart on. Yeah. Well, because listen, I, this <laughs> I town have balls. Cre- yeah. Well, creative people inherently have a lot of struggle, internal struggle. There's a lot of darkness in there. Um, what 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 about the people who are so self destructive? I mean, is that part of your job description as an instructor to help them navigate and to, to learn how to deal with uh, sometimes it's drugs, sometimes it's uh, just personal demons. What do you do with that? Well, I, 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 what I do with that is taking the character on the page or if they're writing something or directing something. This is true for all all we're all telling a story together. Mm-hmm. Actors, directors are telling a story together. Those dark, those demons, um, whether it's in the form of drugs or you know suicidal tendencies or whatever, I say let's put that towards the character's needs, so it doesn't have to be so in your face about you. Mm-hmm. So, so you're taking you're, the pressure off of them, actually, yeah. as the human. Exactly. Interesting. Well, I love well. the way you put that. Yes, so I'm stealing that now. Yeah. <laughs> I love Yours. it. I love it. A lot it. of stealage going on here. Yeah, the book is called The Power of the Actor. It's Ivana Chubbuck. I just want everybody out there to read this book because you know, in the 19 years, I said this earlier. Um, some I, your voice has always been in my head because I be at a. A 7-Eleven or something, and I, I see a transaction go down or someone trips over something and just watching human behavior and going, what motivated that person to do that? Why did they say that? There's that one... You know what's even more interesting about that? It's like the thing that I found about this technique for myself is that I start to realize why my mother was... what well, She made the choices she did. Why my husband is going through blah, 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 and, and we're having these struggles or whatever. Uh, why my child did this. So it's not just my trying, my re- revelations about me, but why... It yes. helps me forgive and it helps exactly. me understand so that I can have a relationship with that person. So just so you know, my mother has had all this bad stuff about my mother. But here's the deal about all that. She was raped when she was 13 mm. um, by her uncle. My, my grandfather was a rabbi. And so what happened was that in the Jewish religion, when you're, when you're really orthodox, women are the temptresses. Mm-hmm. And so as a temptress, she was 13. The, uh, my uh, grandfather's uh, brother was in his 30s. He was a 13-year-old temptress. Right. So, so she went to them and said, this is what happened. And she thought she was going to get comfort and solace. And instead well, what she got, her, right? oh, they blamed her and yeah. hit her. Mm. And mm-hmm. hit her and said these words. They said, never speak of this again. You will be ashamed to the family. There you go. Yeah. And so it was, so, so no wonder she's mentally ill. Exactly. And no wonder she's got the Alzheimer's to forget all of that stuff. It all. It's a, exactly. it's an, a, a thought manifests itself into a physical reality. You know, I when didn't I think know about, that. I didn't know that yeah. until I started like looking at other people's characters and going like, okay, oh, this character has the same mental illness as my mother. And it's like this person's base is, oh, well, there you go. Yeah. yeah. You know, so it helps me not understand me. 
other people that are an important part of sure. my yes. life. And it, it, it helps, in my case, it helps my ego from co-opting every situation to make it about me mm-hmm. and go, you know, put myself in their uh, shoes. shoes and, and re- realize, you know, um, to actually have some perspective on the whole scene. It's speaking which, which, in, in, which also takes away the um, onus. It takes away the uh, the the, the um, gravity of it. Yeah, you know. So it, it puts a light. It puts air to it. Yeah, and it allows us to breathe mm-hmm. through it because mm-hmm. sometimes we get so oppressed by that information yeah. that there's there's a lack of breath and we get suffocated. Yeah, like emotionally suffocated. Yeah, we've got Ivana Chubbuck. Uh, uh, the book <laughs> is called The Power of the Actor. I love talking to you so much. Thank you so much. I know you're on your way overseas to go work <laughs> to every other country in the world. You took the time to come and talk to us. Um, I just have one more question. We're going to keep it really uh, short, but um, you know, when... keep it short when you talk to me. Yeah, yeah. well. <laughs> Too, honey. <laughs> uh, you know, when when some actors have been in your class for a long time and they're thinking of throwing in the towel and they're really good, mm-hmm. what do you say to them? Well, it depends on the actor. <laughs> so, yeah, but they're in your sometimes, class. Sometimes, I know, but I, sometimes I'll say, maybe this is something you shouldn't do. Mm. You mm-hmm. will. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes I, I say it's a crime for you to quit. Just keep going. You're just not giving it enough time and be more proactive. Yeah. Because you're just not being proactive. If you're sitting at home waiting for your agent to make a phone call for you, and mm-hmm. it just doesn't work that way. You right. know, there's something in Kabbalah called the proactive solution. Mm. And it's very much, I know, oh, I something else. That. Yeah, you should I'm research that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's always, oh my God. <laughs> it's very helpful, and it's something mm-hmm. you can actually do daily mm-hmm. to be. Proactive. And we're not talking about an acne cream at all. Not not the acne cream or wash yeah. or anything Katy Perry sells. Yes. This is an That's actual right. thing. You'll love it. That's hysterical. Thank you yeah. so much, Ivana Chubbick. The Chubbick Technique. The book is available on Amazon. I got mine uh, through um, I got iTunes. mine on Kindle or one of those. Yeah, yeah it's everywhere. Oh, it's, it's everywhere. everywhere. Whatever yeah, country iBook. you're listening E-book. to this in. Oh, also on my, we- my website, um, you could get, find the book in different languages. There's a, there's a part of the, on my website that says getting the book. There yeah, Ivana Chubbick dot com two b's yeah yes uh (laughs) power of the actor thank you so much and i will be seeing you very soon my dear absolutely all right michelle until next time yes my love bye can i get an amen amen? if you can't love yourself how in the hell you're gonna love somebody else can i get an amen and don't forget to subscribe on itunes Love yourself, how in the hell you gonna love somebody else, amen.